0: This Rise and Shine podcast series has been made possible by the generosity of the Zeitelman Family Foundation, which is committed to the unity and continuity of the Jewish people through meaningful and relevant Jewish education and wisdom. I'm at an age where I can look at a young girl wearing the outfit of my youth and both take pleasure in her youthful grace and beauty and also feel mystification of her choice to wear that outfit in the November winds of Toronto. This is Rise and Shine, a podcast that offers timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations to fill your heart, feed your soul, and start your day on a positive note. Here is Adrian Gold Davis. I started smoking cigarettes at age 12. I thought it made me look older and cooler. And when I was a teenager, I had a fake ID and I used to go to the clubs and dance the night away. Generally, I'd say I was sleeping at a friend's house, or I just snuck out. So, if you have a defiant and wayward teen, don't worry. While I recognize that the stakes are higher today, that the drugs are lethal, and that the health risks are even more severe, I eventually straightened out, and I calmed down. But back then, it was as if the rules never applied to me, or... At least I didn't think they did. I had this particularly favorite outfit. It was this little crop top, very current now, and it was held together. It was white and it was held together with this little plastic ring between my breasts and I wore it with this matching pencil skirt and stilettos. I loved that outfit. And I remember it today because I just saw a girl on the street wearing an almost identical outfit. I stopped her and I said, Is that vintage? And she just laughed. Zara, she said as she breezed on by, just like the years. You know, they breeze on by. And I felt a number of complex things. The first was that everything old is new again. The second is that I am far too old to wear anything like that, even if I didn't dress modestly these days. And the third, well, the third is that if one is not careful, One can romanticize one's youth and long to return to it, when in fact, those were actually some of the worst years of my life. That clothing that I coveted and saved for and bought were just an attempt to bolster a real lack of self-confidence. All those nights of dancing, while they were fun, were really just an attempt to hopefully meet someone so I never had to go back to the clubs again and the overtly sexually provocative clothing that I wore was truthfully an attempt to distract from a face that I felt was severely lacking in beauty and charm. And while I'm now at an age where the pictures that I once rejected as not so flattering are the best ones of me, I actually feel more beautiful now than I did back then. Why does George Bernard Shaw say that youth is wasted on the youth? because while health and vitality and physical strengths may not be appreciated, I don't know many teens who feel anything but conflicted and confused and fearful and anxious. It seems to be part of that passage of life. But Shaw also said this, if at age 20 you're not a communist, then you have no heart. If at age 30 you're not a capitalist, then you have no brains. So what does Judaism say about the Stages of aging in our lives. The first passage is for children, in this case specifically, little boys wearing tzitzit, which are the ritual fringes worn by traditional Jewish men, and the kippah, and the beginnings of a Jewish education. Let's take a look together at this beautiful thought that I just read. In the Bible, human life is sometimes compared to the growth of trees. According to a text, One is not permitted to eat the fruit that grows on a tree for the first three years. Some Jews apply this principle to cutting a child's hair. Thus, little boys are not given their first haircut until the age of three. To continue the analogy, it's hoped that the child, like a tree that grows tall and eventually produces fruit, that child will grow in knowledge and good deeds and someday have a family of his own. Hasidic rabbis have made this comparison, and in some communities, a boy before his first haircut is referred to as an orla. That's how we refer to a tree in its early years. Chabad Hasidim have another explanation. They say, for the first three years of life, a child absorbs the surrounding sights and sounds and the parent's loving care. The child is a receiver, not yet ready to give. At the age of three, children's education takes a leap. They are now ready to produce and share their unique gifts. Jewish law fixes 13 for boys and 12 for girls. As the age of responsibility, this is when we become bar and bat mitzvah, which is son and daughter of the commandments. We're old enough to take responsibility, or as my rabbi used to say, Old enough to understand that they have a better chance of owning a team than playing on one. Such a cliche, nevertheless, a little bit true. Tradition taught us that 18 years was the age for marriage. But my favorite milestone happens much later. We received the gift of Bina, understanding, say our sages, at age 40. The Talmud teaches us that one does not come to fully comprehend the knowledge of their teacher before 40 years, connecting age 40 with the attainment of knowledge and a new state of being. Understanding is a balm for the mind and the soul. It allows us, they write, to live with meaning and clarity and diminishes anxiety and worry. It brings reality into sharp focus and helps us push away our rational lies and search for truth and elevation. In an amendment to a chapter of Perke Avot, The Ethics of Our Fathers, we read this. He, Yehuda ben Tema, used to say, At five, one is fit for Bible. At ten, for Mishnah. That's actually the first major written collection of the Jewish oral traditions. It's known as the Oral Torah. It's also the first major work of rabbinic literature. So, now at 13, for mitzvahs. At 15, for Talmud. At 18, for marriage. At 20, for pursuing. At 30, for strength. At 40, for wisdom. At 50, for counsel. At 60, for old age. At 70, for gray hairs. At 80, for heroism. At 90, to bend over. At 100, it says, it is as if he died and passed away from the world. So I'm not going to tell you where I am exactly. Okay, I'll tell you a bit. I'm between old age and gray hairs, even though my gray hair came in when I was 29. But I can tell you this, I'm at an age where I can look at a young girl wearing the outfit of my youth and both take pleasure in her youthful grace and beauty and also feel mystification of her choice to wear that outfit in the November winds of Toronto. But I get it. I have wisdom now. And with wisdom comes equally fashionable but more weather-appropriate fashion choices. This week, can you think back with honesty about all you've learned in the past years and ask yourself honestly, would you trade this wisdom for the version of you who only wore high heels even in the snow? Can you, if you're blessed with having a parent or grandparent, ask them what they know now that they wish they had known at your age? And if they would share it with you, please? Because Judaism celebrates aging and endurance. In fact, the word hadar, often translated as beauty, can also mean to endure and if we want to stay green and growing we need to do the same Thanks for listening to Rise and Shine Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to Momentum Podcast on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts Join Adrian again next time for more timeless wisdom and uplifting meditations that fill your heart feed your soul And start your day on a positive note. This podcast was sponsored by the Zeidelman Family Foundation. Spread the wisdom. Inspire Jewish individuals around the globe by supporting Momentum's podcasts. To sponsor, contact podcast at MomentumUnlimited.org.